Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $32,309.61, up 0.75%. Then we got number two, Ethereum at $2,027.57, up 2.3%. Tether at number three, $1. Binance Coin number four, $294.68, up 1.83%. Number five, Cardano, $1.19, up 1.58%. Number six, USD coin, $1. XRP, number seven, 57 cents, up 5.07%. Number eight, Dogecoin, 19 cents, up 6.03%. Polkadot at number nine, $12.08, up 3.28%. And last, Binance USD at number 10, $1. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. When investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. And today we got extreme fear at 21. Yesterday was extreme fear at 10. Extreme fear last week at 20. And last month, extreme fear at 10. So pretty much extreme fear all across the board. Let's take a look at uh, the table of contents today. We got six articles. Article number one is this, are metrics really painting a bullish picture for Litecoin? Article two, Steve Aoki and Stupid Buddy Studios launching Dominion X on blockchain. Article three, time to bail. Expert explains what WTF is going on with crypto right now. Article four, 60% of uber rich family offices considering crypto or own it, Goldman Sachs. Article five, survey, US ranks among the top 10 countries likely to declare Bitcoin a legal tender. And last but not least, today's main topic is Elon Musk says SpaceX holds Bitcoin, ribs Jack Dorsey at conference. All right, so uh, before we start, the articles today. I just want to take the time to say thank you so much to all my subscribers and listeners. If you're listening on the podcast, check me out on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcast. And if you're on the YouTube space, check me out at Dave's Daily Crypto Take. If you can, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you're on the podcast realm, please leave a rating or leave a review, and this helps the algorithm. So again, thank you so much to all my listeners and watchers. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, article number one, are metrics really painting a bullish picture for Litecoin? Litecoin's price action has more or less less mirrored that of the broader cryptocurrency market in July. However, it is noteworthy that the alt's margin of loss was way lower than some of the other major alts in the market. Litecoin, after testing its lower long-term support at $109, registered a decent spike, highest in July, in trading volumes on 20 July. However, the trade volumes were still much lower than their May to July levels. Further, the altcoin after oscillating in the oversold zone highlighted an uptick. This emergence from extreme oversold conditions and the appearance of dip buyers encouraged a better outlook for LTC over the past few trading sessions. In fact, on the four-hour chart, not only did the altcoin register a price uptick, but it also recovered from the oversold zone. Are metrics painting a bullish narrative? A recent sentiment report highlighted that despite a 13.8% drop in price recently, the amount of unique addresses interacting with LTC has grown by 47.5% over the last 10 days. 
What's more, a recent article also pointed out that Litecoin stood third on last week's sentiment charts with a score of 33 among the top five. So with LTC on LTC uh, backslash BTC chart being back at support after rejecting the 4,200 sats level, the possibility of a further downside is not impossible. However, LTC registered some minor gains, and if that continues, recovery might be in store for the altcoin. Amid this, its 365-day MVRV ratio sat at negative 39%, almost the same that marked the 2019-2020 bottom. The report further said, quote, Historically speaking, there's still more room to the downside, but it'd be interesting to see if a negative 40% gets confirmed as a de facto bounce back zone in days to come. What's more, addresses holding 1K to 100K LTC have increased their holdings by 270,000 LTC. However, in light of low trading volumes, lower social sentiment, and the lackluster dominance of the alt, it's still too soon to conclude that an all-over recovery is in place for Litecoin. So does this mean Litecoin is looking healthy? Well, while most of the metrics cited above painted a pretty healthy picture for Litecoin, it can't be disregarded that in the case of alts, their development activity and social dominance also play a massive role in their rallies. LTC's development activity registered a downtick on 16 July, and even though it was well above its April and July levels, it still was way below its April all-time high. Social dominance for the coin, too, didn't look all well either, registered a downtick at the time of writing. At this point, Litecoin presents a more neutral outlook rather than a bullish one. However, if the healthy spike in daily addresses continues to grow, it could prove to be good for the network. Sustainable growth in the same would be a rare example of network strength among crypto's top caps. So there you guys have it. Are metrics really painting a bullish picture for Litecoin? Comment down below and let me know if you actually hold Litecoin in your portfolio. Article 2. Steve Aoki and Stupid Buddy Studios launching Dominion X on blockchain. So stop motion animated series set to original music is the first that allows the public to own a piece of the show, both digitally and physically. Watch the debut short level one for an introduction to the world of character X. Grammy nominated artist and NFT creator Steve Aoki has joined forces with Seth Green's Stupid Booty Stupid Buddy Studios, Robot Chicken, to present Dominion X, the first episodic series to launch on blockchain. It arrives on August 2nd via Nifty Gateway, the exclusive NFT marketplace owned by Gemini founders Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss and on Dominion X Show. Directed by Emmy Award winner Eric Towner, Marvel's MODOK, and produced by Stupid Buddy Studios, Dominion X is a 21st century animated short based on character X, a character who first appeared in Aoki's debut NFT drop Dreamcatcher with Anton T. Dudisco. Uh, Stupid Buddy Studios handicraft the physical characters and sets while filming the animation frame by frame, which was then set to original music scored by Aoki. Now, with the benefits of blockchain and NFT technology, fans are being offered a chance to own a piece of the show, both physical and digital, before it premieres on traditional television or streaming. I first met Seth and the team at Stupid Buddy Studios when I was invited to do a cameo on Robot Chicken back in 2015, Alki recalls. Ever since then, we've been trying to find another chance to work together, 
The idea of launching the first ever TV series on the blockchain really excited me. We realized that through NFTs, we can combine the traditional stop motion animation that Stupid Buddy Studios is known for with innovative fan-driven concepts that I'm passionate about collectibles, community building, and gaming. And I love the fact that we've been able to bring character X, a creature that literally personifies me to life in a completely new world with new characters and new adventures. Minted from a custom smart contract with unique interactive traits built directly into the NFT via ether cards, Dominion X is Aoki's third major NFT project in 2021. Following his dream catcher and neon future drops, Dominion X debut short level one introduces the world of character X, a character personified with Aoki's signature face uh, long ago and his obliviously contentious relationship with the diminutive Chonk and Swole. Watch their words collide in this one of one animated NFT debut short. Collaborating with an artist like Steve Aoki guarantees you'll make something unique, accessible and out of the world, commented Green. We love pushing the boundaries of entertainment through technology and are beyond excited to bring this experience to an audience. Dominion X and a limited edition vignettes will be minted on the blockchain one time only and available to purchase through Nifty Gate, allowing fans to participate in the creation of new IP in a revolutionary way. Thanks to a partnership with EtherCards, each individual NFT will have a built-in layer of functionality that will reveal itself in the weeks and months after the sale. This added layer of utility will allow collectors to be rewarded with both NFTs and physical pieces used in the making of the show. By minting these shorts on the blockchain, first Aoki and Stupid Buddy Studios are allowing the public to own a piece of the show, both digitally and physically, before it airs anywhere else. Moreover, the episode and eventually the full series will live on the blockchain forever guaranteeing the public's ability to view it regardless of distribution and exclusivity rights seen in the traditional TV and streaming platforms. 2021 has been an incredible year of growth and creativity in the crypto space, and it inspires me to see artists and teams pushing the boundaries of what is possible, added Tyler Winklevoss. Launching the first episodic series on the blockchain that fans can now own is the kind of novel use case that only the NFT medium can provide. I am thrilled that this is launching on Nifty Gateway. So there you guys have it. Steve Aoki and Stupid Buddy Studios launching Dominion X on blockchain. Comment down below and let me know what you think about what you think about Steve Aoki and NFT combining together. All right, let's keep on going. Article number three. Time to bail. Expert explains what WTF is going on with crypto right now. So uh, if you're investing in crypto in 2021, then you'll probably be sick of hearing the phrase, never invest more than you can afford to lose. It's still as true as ever. But if you ignored all those trying to steer you towards the more sensible investments and piled into crypto at its very peak earlier this year and are now watching your money roll off a cliff, you might like to know what the hell is going on with the cryptocurrency market right now and if it's ever coming back. To that end, allow us to bring you eToro market analyst and crypto expert Simon Peters analysis of what's going on in the crypto world right now. 
though neither he nor he we have a crystal ball and though this shouldn't be taken as advice so as much as information it does provide a handy summation of what's happening in the sector at present margot aces on her tweet said wow look at my crypto wallet did not spark joy today harsh conditions for bitcoin and ether continue Recent harsh conditions for Bitcoin and Ether continued last week as both crypto assets saw significant sell-offs continue, Mr. Peters explains. Bitcoin's recent woes deepened as the crypto assets slumped across the week, starting trading above $34,000 before losing ground. It is now trading around $31,791. Likewise, Ether has come down heavily from recent highs. Mr. Peters continued, ETH began the week above $2,000, but saw a quick sell-off to trade below $1,900 at times. At the time of writing, the crypto asset's value is hovering very slightly above $1,900. He added, with yet another poor performing week, uh, speculation on the short-term price direction of major crypto assets is rife. With mixed opinions on price depending on what metrics indicators analysts are looking at, quote, long-term confidence remains high. However, with a recent survey of fintech experts revealing more than half believe Bitcoin is capable of becoming the global reserve currency by 2050. In a survey from Finder, some 29% believe this so-called hyper-Bitcoinization could happen as early as 2035, though. Two-thirds of respondents believe that the current price levels of the crypto asset were undervaluing the digital currency. Uh, they first quoted Edward Moya, U.S. senior market analyst for the online trader Wanda, who said, Bitcoin is the ultimate risky asset right now, and it could see intense selling pressure if Wall Street enters into panic selling mode. They also quoted Adrian Perlonzi, CEO of Australian cryptocurrency exchange Independent Reserve, who yesterday said, while Bitcoin is down 4% today, it has grown 225% in the past year. If the large volume going through our desk right now is anything to go by, sophisticated investors see this as a great opportunity to buy more Bitcoin and other major cryptocurrencies, he said. For those of us who have been in this space for some years, we already know that Bitcoin has its ups and downs. I take a long-term view, focusing on advancements in technology and innovation in order to get a gauge on the healthiness of the broader ecosystem. With the amount of global venture capital funding getting behind projects right now, short-term price dips do not change my long-term bullishness. So uh, there you guys have it. Time to bail. Expert explains WTF is going on with crypto right now. With yet another poor performing week, speculation on the short-term price direction of major crypto assets is rife. Comment down below if you think what the heck is going on with crypto please uh if you are holding anything in your crypto wallet and crypto portfolio comment down below if you're on a panic mode or if you think no worries it'll just recover back in the next few weeks okay uh it's in the midway break right now i just want to say thank you to all my listeners uh, i've been looking at the analysts analytics and i've seen some listeners in america in asia and in europe i've also seen more uptick inside the south american listeners and also in africa so thank you so much um i think i have the bulk of it uh, somewhere around South Korea and Japan. So shout out to you guys. But again, if you guys like to share this content with some of your family or friends, please do so because it will help me in the long run. So thanks again. And thank you in advance.
Okay, let's take a look at Article 4. 60% of uber-rich family offices considering crypto or own it, Goldman Sachs. 15% of Goldman Sachs family office clients have already purchased digital assets. A survey conducted by major investment banks to Goldman Sachs has found that close to half of its family office clients want to add cryptocurrency to their portfolios, signaling the ultra-wealthy are becoming increasingly bullish on digital assets. The survey reported by Bloomberg queried more than 150 family offices worldwide and found that 50% are already exposed to crypto assets. A further 45% of offices expressed interest in investing in the asset class as a hedge against higher inflation, prolonged low rates, and other macroeconomic developments following a year of unprecedented global monetary and fiscal stimulus. However, other respondents cited concerns regarding the volatility and long-term uncertainty surrounding the price of cryptocurrencies as reasoning for their aversion to the asset class. Approximately 67% of the firms surveyed managed more than a billion dollars worth of assets, with 22% of respondents boasting assets under management exceeding $5 billion. Bloomberg describes the business of family offices as managing the wealth and personal affairs of rich people, including the likes of Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates, former Google CEO Eric Smith, and Chanel uh, owners Elaine and Gerard Worthmeyer. Professional services firm Ernest & Young estimates that, that there are more than 10,000 family offices that each manages the financial affairs of only a single family, half of which were launched during the 21st century. The family office sector is estimated to manage more than $6 trillion globally, overshadowing the hedge fund industry. Goldman Sachs' Mina Flynn asserts that most of the firm's family office clients have expressed an interest in the digital asset ecosystem, adding that many customers believe blockchain technology is going to be as impactful as the internet has been from an efficiency and productivity perspective. So there you guys have it, 60% of uber-rich family offices considering crypto or own it, Goldman Sachs. Comment down below if you think that more and more uber-rich families are going to get into crypto. And if you think the average family is going to get into crypto in the next year or so. All right, let's keep on going. Let's take a look at Article 5. Survey U.S. ranks among the top 10 countries likely to declare Bitcoin as a legal tender. So the cryptocurrency community is now betting on Paraguay to become the next country to declare Bitcoin a legal tender. According to the survey by CoinMarketCap, as of July 20, 2021, the country received 81,433 votes, followed by Venezuela at 58,656 votes. The top 10 countries likely to declare Bitcoin a legal tender received a total of 234,057 votes. Anguilla ranks in the third spot with 34,337 votes, while Panama received 17,323 votes, followed by India at 13,148 votes. Other countries to rank top include Zimbabwe, United States, Mexico, Ecuador, and Bangladesh. South American and Caribbean nations dominate the list with a share of 50%. So, um, besides the United States, most countries on the list are still developing with considerable weak economies. The countries have undergone a combination of inflation, hyperinflation cycles, and deflation alongside a large percentage of the unbanked population. Uh, 
Therefore, the decentralized nature of Bitcoin makes it ideal as they attempt to follow in the footsteps of El Salvador. Worth noting is that countries appear to be sidelining the idea of following the CBDC route. However, there is a likelihood that developed countries like the US are considering the idea of a CBDC as opposed to legalizing Bitcoin. Notably, regulators from the developed countries have raised concerns regarding the volatility of Bitcoin alongside the ability to aid crime. So while the potential of increased Bitcoin legalization, there is a general expectation across the crypto community that it might positively impact the assets price. However, since El Salvador legalized Bitcoin, the assets price has remained in a volatile state, trading around the $30,000 mark. The volatility is mainly due to the crypto crackdown in China. So concerns over Bitcoin legalization. Additionally, El Salvador's move to legalize Bitcoin has been with resistance with the financial experts terming the move as a mistake. For instance, the professor of applied economics at Job Hopkins University, Steve Hankey, believes the move will potentially experience a complete economic collapse. Quote, they will suck up all the dollars and outsell or like a vacuum cleaner going through there and the economy will collapse. So that's why it's so stupid. It has the potential to completely collapse the economy because there's be no money in the country. They don't have a domestic currency, said Hanke. Furthermore, with more South American countries touted to adopt Bitcoin, Hanke believes that criminal elements are behind the move. He notes that most of the countries have scored poorly in the corruption index. So there you guys have it. U.S. ranks among the top 10 countries likely to declare Bitcoin a legal tender. And if you look at the uh, chart here, Paraguay is at first, then Venezuela, Anguilla, Panama, India, Zimbabwe, U.S., Mexico, Ecuador, and Bangladesh. So comment down below if your country is in the top 10 or if you think your country should be in the top 10 to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. Okay, let's keep on going to the last main topic today. It is Elon Musk says SpaceX holds Bitcoin, ribs Jack Dorsey at conference. So does he? And so he does Tesla. So SpaceX, Tesla, and I own Bitcoin, Elon Musk said at the Bitcoin conference today. Though Tesla no longer allows people to pay for cars using Bitcoin, the automaker hasn't sold its Bitcoin, he said. We're not selling any Bitcoin, nor am I selling anything personally, or nor is SpaceX selling any Bitcoin. In addition, Musk disclosed that he owned Ethereum and unsurprisingly Dogecoin. The price of Ethereum, which is already rising today, rose further on the disclosure. Dogecoin rose early in the panel to almost 20 cents before dipping to about 19 cents by the end of the panel. According to CoinDesk data, Musk spoke at a panel with Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter and payment company Square and Kathy Wood and founder and CEO of ARK Invest. In February, Tesla disclosed it had invested $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. Some of that investment was sold in the first quarter at a $101 million profit. Tesla started accepting Bitcoin in late March, then abruptly reversed itself in May, just 49 days later. The change was because of concern about Bitcoin's energy use, and Tesla said it would resume accepting Bitcoin when mining became more environmentally sustainable. I might pump it and I might dump, uh, but I might pump, but I don't dump, Musk said today. 
I definitely do not believe in getting the price high and selling or anything like that. I would like to see Bitcoin succeed. Musk has courted the opprobrium of some investors by clashing with people who believe Bitcoin is the only worthwhile cryptocurrency. Musk has said Dogecoin can beat Bitcoin hands down. Tesla's reversal on Bitcoin as a payment method contributed to a crash in Bitcoin value in April. Bitcoin's dip in value may have cost Tesla $90 million. Business Insider estimated in June. At one point, Musk asked Dorsey if he would accept Bitcoin as a payment for advertising on Twitter. Dorsey dodged the question, though he earlier promoted his Blue Sky project, first announced in December 2019. By January this year, it didn't seem to have gotten much further. Dorsey wrote that Twitter is still in the process of interviewing and hiring folks for Blue Sky. My biggest focus right now is on decentralized social media protocol. We're calling it Blue Sky, he said today. It's super, super early. But Dorsey's ambitions for Bitcoin are high, even if he doesn't think Twitter should accept it as a payment. My hope is that it would create peace, Dorsey said, of the cryptocurrency. So there you guys have it. Elon Musk says SpaceX holds Bitcoin, ribs Jack Dorsey at conference. Comment down below if you think this is all smoke and mirrors or if you think Elon Musk is actually telling the truth. Okay, that sums it up, boys and girls. Let's take a look at the prices one more time before we leave. At number one, we got BTC, $32,358. Ethereum at $2,027. Tether, $1. Binance Coin, $293. Cardano, $1.19. USD Coin, $1. XRP, $0.59. Dogecoin, $0.19. Polkadot, $13.16. $13.16. And last but not least, Binance USD, $1. All right. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for listening and watching until the end. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. If you can, just like, share, and subscribe and do what you can to help the channel. And if you're on the uh, podcast space, check me out on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcast. You can check me out on any device, whether it's iOS or uh, Android. So that sums it up for today. Please have a good crypto day and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.